Great morning, everybody. Great morning. Caleb, Do you use the about? same recording every week for great morning? No, man. It's just me, bro. It's just like the consistency. Hey, it's, it's key, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. How's your week been? Um, Good, man. Kind of like what I was saying last week. Just no more prep. All all gas. All gas. What's all up with you? Gas. Love it. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good, bro. Can't complain. Uh, yeah, can't complain. Not can't complain too much. Chilling with the fam. Uh, we're back back in the saddle too, man. I gotta we pushing. We pushing. The goals, big action. Big action all the time, all the time. Uh, I'm pumped for this episode. This is like a first, I think. I don't think we got a script for this one. <laughs> Definitely do not. I'm, I'm, I got a lot of questions, but no script. No script. No script. Um, all right, let's bring him in because he's 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 ready. Chomping. <laughs> all right, Cooper, bring in our prestigious guest this morning. <laughs> hey. Hey everybody! Uh, on today's episode of Shipbuilding, uh, we got the power couple, uh, Scott and Lindsay Kopeck. I would clap my hands, but I don't know if you guys can hear. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, so, um, last time we had these two on, uh, they were um, working on a Airbnb business or they have an Airbnb and also working on flipping as well. Um, it was I a wanted... lot of, a lot of forming and norming the last time. And this is the first time we've had them both together. We we had, yep. we had Scott, right. Um, then we had you, Lindsay, and, yep. uh, we're just excited to hear what's changed and what you guys have going on. Well, it's COVID. So I feel like everything has changed. <laughs> True. Um, I actually, since we last talked, I was actually laid off. So that was a big, obviously a big life-changing event for us. Um, and it, I mean, it's working out because it kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone. And we are starting to do the flipping full-time. So I have three houses going right now. And um, the Airbnb is, is, and Verbo is doing fabulous. Yep. The uh, the lake house is booming right now uh, because people aren't flying, aren't traveling, so they mm-hmm. are our lake house. And and uh, if it wasn't for Lindsay being laid off, I don't know if she would would have been able to juggle work and juggle the B and the BRBO. So she's taking it to a whole nother level and uh, is kind of almost a, uh, how would I say, like an innkeeper. (laughs) (laughs) Can we, can we talk about that a little bit? Because Airbnb, like you guys just said, just became such a, it was already very popular and then it, you know, it became red hot. And could you talk about what that's like? It's like, Hey, I want to start an Airbnb. Like what, what could you expect? You know, what systems do you need in place to manage? Um, well, I use both VRBO and Airbnb. Um, and I think having multiple platforms, it has been difficult, but it's really worked out well. Um, cause I have a couple friends who tried doing one or the other and I just did our taxes and I found out that I literally made the same amount almost exactly on both of them. Interesting. It's a lot of coordinating because I literally, if, if you book on one, I have to jump on the other one, make sure block the dates out. Um, yeah. Because God forbid if there's a double booking, I don't yeah. do or so I always have my phone on me throughout the night because it's weird. I guess people sit in bed and kind of think, oh, I want to go on vacation. And a lot of times it's like midnight and my phone's dinging and Scott's like, what are you doing? And I'm like blocking out the, the <laughs> oh, and then contacting and then I put it into our calendar and then I put it into, um, I got to contact the cleaner. So it's a lot of coordinating. It's not difficult, but it, it, you got to be on top of it. Um, it. It's like another job 24 seven. Yeah. It, there'll literally be 2 AM bookings. And then it'll just, it'll, this chime goes off at night. It's like ding. And I wake up and I'm, I'm I just yes, look over. Is, I'm it, like, is that your boyfriend? I was like, is that <laughs> 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 like, no. 
Just v- my boyfriend. VRBL is like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I gotta I gotta ask, um so Lindsay, you you were you were laid off. Yeah. Um did I mean what was the timeline from being laid off to like now you're in the middle of three flips? Well, I mean, we've been flipping for about 10 years. So I've been always kind of looking for houses. It just kind of fell into place, thankfully. Um, I got laid off in June. It was literally maybe a couple days after we had our last interview. And at first, you kind of get into a thunk and you start panicking. But then I just had to step back and realize, okay, like, there's there's no sense in sitting here in my tears. I have to, I have to just reinvent myself a little bit. And Scott... I got to give him credit. He gave me a lot of pushing to, he's like, you've always wanted to flip. He's like, so why don't you just do it? He's like, there's no other time, better time to do it. So, um, thankfully my dad, I know I talked about it previously. Our families have been really great in, in helping us with flips and stuff. Um, my dad is getting ready to retire and he's done flips. So we're kind of almost partnering up a little bit. So he is honestly kind of backing a lot of it financially and he's letting me run with it and I'm doing all the designing and I'm getting all the contractors in and doing all of that coordinating, which has always been what I've dreamt of doing. It's a little hard Mm -hmm. sometimes because right now with COVID, it's a little hard with childcare. So I'm not exactly where I dream of being in like hopefully a year from now when things go back to quote unquote normal and the kids can go to school and daycare full time. Because literally our older one is home every day by noon. So I have to be home every day by noon. And then the younger one goes to daycare only Tuesdays and Thursdays. So it leaves me four hours on Tuesdays and Thursdays to do anything um, with these flips and coordinating things. Is it? That's great. That's great. Um, is, Is it true that you guys bought, fixed, and flipped and sold the house in six weeks? Yes, but this house, oh my gosh. Well, I, I literally am on the phone with my con- my um, realtor. So yes, we bought the home mid-November. Right, and right before Thanksgiving. Right before Thanksgiving. So you had Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we listed it January 1st or 2nd, and it went pending the next day. Um, so it was the quickest flip we've ever done, and there was a lot of renovating to it. Like Scott and I were in there. We it was a it was a one bedroom one bath, and we ended up turning into a three bedroom two bath, brand new kitchen Scott and I installed. Um, I did all the backsplash, I did all the tiling, so we did do a lot of work in this one ourselves. So I was really surprised that timeline. Yeah, we stuck to it with the holidays in there too, but um, the sellers got cold feet or the buyers got cold feet on that one. So I actually just wanted to contract again, like right before I talked to you. <laughs> Mm. well congratulations thanks well hopefully it goes through and you know the hardest part is not really listing the house it's once you go under contract getting to settlement (laughs) it's it's right inspections and the clauses and the contingencies and the appraisals and all of that so yep so let's i'm gonna ask a lot of flip questions because we're kind of on there um congrats to you guys for just um bouncing very quickly right from laid off to full-time career that I wanted anyways. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you like a general one. Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people watch HGTV shows and, you know, Including- they love watching those flip shows and <laughs> give me like top three things that aren't what they like, what they actually show on the TV, right. To versus what's real. Oh Lord. I, I feel like it's never, they never show you the labor. They might. Get, mm. They never show mm. cost of labor, and I, and that's or, double. Or it's or it's incorrect. Yeah, the cost. Yeah, of labor is it, never it's, realistic. It's never realistic. I mean, it, it, there's no way. <laughs> um, they obviously these shows are down to a half an hour, so the timelines are not realistic. People don't realize six weeks is like crazy fast. Most might think, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. Like you know, you you put this in or that in, but. A, good, a flip usually takes us three to four months minimum. Yeah, probably three. Mm-hmm. About three months to renovate. Um, so this one, this one went. Uh, oh, so the last thing, I, I'm sorry to. No, go ahead. what other thing do the, you think points out in your head? Uh, when they end the show and they're like, 
we're we're look we put this much into it and the investment costs this much and we're gonna look to make a profit of that. And then they end the show because someone didn't make an offer on that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know what I mean? and it's like they they make it seem like it's like they don't always show the negatives. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they don't show the negatives. They just say, Oh, look, the potential it appraised at this, and that's the potential we can sell that. I it's think like they a, just make it seem too easy. It's, like, it's did not you get like an offer? it's not the, it's not the, for the faint of hearts. I always joke with my friends, and like it's just not it's not as easy as you think. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. It always looks it always looks easier. Um, what's the you know toughest situation you guys have ran into recently? Just since you've done so many more, like quickly, you know. What at on a flip? On like. Yeah, just just some recent challenges. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh. Well, I would, uh, finding I'm... good contractors is always hard because oh, yes. that. Oh yes. That's a domino. Yep. You know, it's a domino effect. If one contractor says they're going to be there this day and they show up two days later, something happens. It, you know, you got to push the plumber back, and then you got to push the painter back, and then you got to push this carpet back. So, finding a good tra- contractor is hard. I'm just going to leave that. Um. I mean, our last con- the contractor that we hired for the last one all the doors were framed skewed and short oh, yeah, so scott was, had yeah. to come in and fix all the doors she, she called me on it i was home with the kids she was actually down at the house it was like a saturday she was down there and she like calls me in tears she's like no one's here the contractor says he's gonna be here's not here and i said give me one hour i had, I had four guys <laughs> next day we you we, came we in did and- everything because we had, I forget who was coming in Monday. That following Monday was the, the painters. painters or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so we- I, I said the painters are coming in Monday, and here it is Saturday afternoon, and the contract didn't show. And by that point, we realized all the doors were not just framed short by two inches, so none of them fit. They were all skewed. So we literally mm. had to reframe and trim all the doors. It was just. And, and I could have pushed the timeline back, but again, if I push the painters back, they might not be available for a month, two months. Right, and it's, times money. And and this was right before the new year, and we just didn't know if the market was going to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you hear different things with elections, you hear different things just, well, just in general right now, who knows what's going on tomorrow. You know, it's like I'm living day by day at this point because you just never know. Um, so we were like trying to push this quickly, and it was just... One thing after the other. <laughs> well, then, right, right when this house, the reason they they pushed on this house is her. They get the house, and her dad, like the next day, goes, "Oh, I bought another one." Just all nonchalant. <laughs> Got to get this done because I settle. I settle in six weeks, and that was no. It was like four weeks, and then <laughs> and then like a week later, he's like, "I got a third one for you," and I'm like, "Oh God!" And just... at, and at this time, it's just. Like I said, I was, I was kind of torn because it's my dream to do it, but it's just really hard right now with <laughs> the kids and yeah. it's just kind of hard juggling and not making them feel like they're inconveniencing us, but I'm trying to get stuff done and it's just a lot. Yeah. So I, I got to ask again, um, <laughs> what with COVID, you know, you know, a lot of people are like, are getting laid off. Um, I'm just curious, Lindsay, like for you, uh, cause I don't care about Scott. Um, <laughs> just curious. Like, so, I mean, what advice do you have for like people that are laid off that are just kind of like, woes me uh, end of the world. I, um, I don't like giving advice cause I still get in a thunk. Like I still kind of have my roller coaster of emotions, but I don't know. I think, it's just, I mean, you have to, you have to just keep moving. Like, I think I said it last time, like you just kind of pivot with whatever's handed to you and you just have to kind of keep going. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't just, I mean, don't get me wrong for a couple of weeks. I was, I was sitting here like really like bummed. And then the next minute I'm like, this is great summertime. And then I'd go back to being bummed. And then, mm-hmm. and we weren't finding anything right away. Um, I mean, we didn't settle on these. I got laid off in June, and we didn't settle on the first house until November. Well, that, that was one of the things. She got laid off, and then it was a waiting game because they didn't know if people were going to be called back. They didn't know what was going on. Yeah. It yeah. Was, yeah. Hey, you guys are done. It was like everyone. Re- we go all home thought we were and, getting called back. We didn't. You know, no one knew. Yeah. You know how long this is going to. What what impact right. going to happen in retail? 
So it was, it was kind of like, okay, you know, I'm going to, at first my mental state was, I was really annoyed, but I'm going to enjoy the summer off and then I'll get a call back. Well, then, you know, right. passes, two months passes. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, I'm starting to get nervous. I got to figure out what to do. And then, um, thankfully by November, cause you know, the market's hard right now. There's really not much out there where you're going to make much profit. Like the margins are tight. Um, it, so thankfully it just kind of, I had no other option almost. And thankfully my dad was, you know, saying, let's do flips. I found a couple flips. Well, I found the first one and then he found the second two, but, um, I think it was just a combination of, okay, you know, it's been a couple months. I have to move on. Scott was pushing me and, you know, my family was like, look, let's, let's do this. This is what you've always wanted to do anyway. So just let's do it. <laughs> so where do you guys attribute your resourcefulness? Because being brand new flippers or newer flippers, I mean, that stuff with the contractors is constantly happening, right? You guys don't have your perfect little systems and no. your perfect no. dependable plumber yet. No. You know, what, what are you guys doing to you know be as resourceful as possible? <sighs> I it's it stinks because every time you think you get comfortable with a contractor, some, I know the feeling I, well. Yeah, it's, I don't want it's the worst. I don't want to bash anyone, but it's like almost like when you get comfortable with a contractor and they see you doing these flips and you start getting into a routine. I think they start assuming they can take advantage of you. Yeah, let me let me. I'll give you an example of that. So the you got a gr- she got a great price. This painting crew came in. Um, great price on this one house, obviously the square footage and the, you know, the nooks, the crannies, all the, all the different hallways, the trim, the door, you know, it was a great price. So we're like, that, that's great. The next house, she had them look at it and quote it. It was, it was night and day. Yeah. The, the difference between the quotes and, and you re- realize right away, yeah. you're like, you know what? They were either one trying to make back money on the last one. Cause they, underestimated or they underestimated just trying to get their foot in the door thinking we'll go with them again. And, right. and uh, they might be taking advantage of us. Yeah. So, I, I think when they start realizing we have, we do a couple flips and you make, you know, you make money off of it. I think they start starting to take advantage of you. Um, and then it's hard when I have a new contractor, cause I think they look at me as a woman and they think that I have no clue what I'm doing and they don't. And maybe I'm being stereotypical, but I think, Scott, you can agree. I think some of the men don't like that a woman is telling them something they're doing is wrong. <laughs> so I, I think that's out there. Yeah, yeah I, would, I think, I I think we should talk more about that. I think, I mean, I, there's a couple contractors in the first house that I did, and I said, you know, this is not acceptable, and this is wrong, and this measurement is wrong, and and I don't think they liked that I called them out on it, and I wasn't nasty, but I think by the third call out of me saying you did something wrong, I think they started getting upset that I think if it would have came from Scott, it wouldn't have been such backlash. I really don't. Maybe you're right. Life, life is all about the delivery, right? Um, How cool is it though, that, you know, you, you get to be a woman out there, you know, doing what any woman could do, but most don't. Right. Yeah. I, I, what kind of personal growth has that put you in? I I, I told her, I told her to buy a truck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, no, no. I mean, she ended up like taking my truck every I did. day. I, like, I just, well, it's I was fun. like, okay, here you go. I think the contractors all thought I was a, a, a lesbian. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I think they all thought I was a lesbian because I would always roll up with no wedding ring, like messy hair, no makeup. I'd slide out of his truck every day and like be lugging in concrete and tools and stuff. And they're like, right. What the heck? <laughs> but I don't know. It's, could have used tomboy. Tomboy. Oh, I think they thought yeah. lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> but I think um, it's kind of fun to, for them to to see that a girl can pull her own weight. So I think it is. Yeah. What, Go ahead, Cooper. So, um, Lindsay, what type? So, like, you personally, like, what type of growth, like, personal growth, like, you know, you go from not having a job to now doing what you love, telling guys you know, what to do, like you personally, how has that grown you um, personally? Oh gosh. Well, I think I've become just in general resilient. Like, I think that's my biggest, Mm -hmm. like, I think 
I've become resilient and I've been trying to feel more confident in myself. Cause like when you lose your job, it's like, you kind of like feel like ashamed. You know what I mean? You're like, you're like, and then I feel like I got resilient. Like I was kind of like, okay, I can still pull my weight with this family. So I think that was my biggest aha there. So. But see, I think. Uh, what do you that, think? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you think? We have a great perspective. You, hear, Scott. you, know, you hear, you know, when, uh, when she was laid off, like her, you know, some of her coworkers and friends were like, they didn't worry about her. They're like, oh, you'll be fine. You got all this stuff going on. I think that's a bigger show tell sign that you've already proved yourself when people don't have to worry about you. Yeah. You know, when people, yeah. oh, oh, that's a shame, oh, pity, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think they knew I, yeah, you're I right. think they, I think they just, like, they knew right, I'd right, be okay. Yeah, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll, she'll, be fine. she'll, she'll reinvent and do something. So the big bounce back. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a bigger show tell sign that, um, that you already made it in a sense. So I like that you kept earning it every day. You know what I mean? Because yes, you had this reputation, but you probably couldn't, you know, take that thousand foot view and look out, you know, at the moment you weren't able to see it that there's perspective like, yeah, I'll be okay because you were too busy processing what had actually happened. Yeah. I'm but talking. It, and I yeah. still to this day, like I get like, like I said, I get in like a roller coaster but then it's kind of like, I just, I kind of snap out of it. So and I think, I think when you, sometimes when you get in a job, it's, it's, I would have stayed there out of comfort and I shouldn't stay out of the comfort. Sometimes I think you have to move out of your comfort zone and just take the risk. Well, see you next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I'm not done. And the podcast right there. What? We're not, we're not done. I got okay, more. All right. No, I, 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 I got more. Chill I, out, man. I, we're not even diving into the good stories. There's oh. a bunch of good stories. <laughs> <laughs> that we haven't even got into, but uh, so I'm 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 just curious, um, Scott, for you, um, <laughs> so I I I'm hearing Lindsay say, you know, she, she was laid off for some time, and you kind of like started nudging or or pushed, you know, just tr- trying to uh, encourage her to to get you know get up get on your feet a little bit. I'm just curious how how was that for you and Lindsay how did you take that from him? I I mean we I mean we both knew what our end goal was to not work for a company. Yeah. And work mm. for itself, but financially we weren't there yet. So And it's shocking. I mean I, but Scott took it so well. Like I I was obviously crushed at first and I was like panicking. He's like, calm down. He's like, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. I was like, like, the first thing on my mouth was like, okay, your full-time job is to, is to rent the hell out of this Airbnb. He's like, promote it. Promote it. Like whatever. That's your full-time job. Cause at the time our clean, (laughs) our cleaner just um, retired and it was just Mm. stuff going on. And I'm like having like this breakdown and he's just like calm as a clam. He's like, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. You can just take this as the push to just do what you want, run the business. Yep. He's like, and 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 we'll go from there. So he was always really calm about it. I and I also, I also do want to make a note that I said, hey, I don't want to be involved in the flips anymore. I said, you just do it yourself. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and, and that, didn't, that didn't work out. No. I was trying to take a back seat, like, yeah, I'm going to hands off here. I'm going to work my job. You do your well, you thing. know how it is, just like that labor <laughs> conversation where labor is expensive. So we go into this first flip, and I get the quote for the contractor to do everything, like from start to finish. Like all I do is walk in and stage it a little bit, and and put a for sale sign on it. Mm-hmm. Well, it came back really high. So then I started like saying, Scott, do you think you can do this? <laughs> and do you think you think you could do the backsplash, Scott? Um, what would be okay? Okay, it was like a trivia game. I remember I was down. What in the, would I'm, you pay for to run the electric here or install yeah, the cabinets or I'm whatever? I'm down in the basement, like I'm down in the man cave, and she comes down. She's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. What? What if you redid this?" I was like, eh, "That would be this much." And she goes, "Okay, okay." So she's like checking it off, like it was my yeah. score. I started. <laughs> I started crossing off with other contractor was going to do, and I had a honey to do list. 
And then it so it turned into, <laughs> turned into I was gonna hands off on this yes. one. So I, I, I November's told... flip, Scott installed the kitchen cabinets. <laughs> <laughs> he ran he ran the whole house wiring. I, I re I redid the whole ledger. You you, you set the plumbing. I, think, I redid plumbing. the whole plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've had him down there a lot. <laughs> oh, man. But. Resourcefulness. Yeah. See? Resourcefulness. Yeah. Uh, I know, like, Brandon Turner, Mr. Bigger Pockets, right? Um, for the longest time, he would do all his tile work himself. Because, A, he kind of liked it a little bit. And then, B, he knew he could cut corners and save some cash yeah. here and there. Exactly. Um, what but look. Like yeah. doing it, it's hard for Scott because he's still working full time, and it was that was always why it became hard for us when we were working and we outsourced it. But um, I I did all the tile work in the house, like I did all the backsplash, I did the bathrooms, I did the bathroom floors. Um, so I still did as much as I could. Um, yep. and then unfortunately, I just poor Scott was coming in on nights and weekends after work, and he's been working a lot lately. So yeah, um, you know how that is, Coop. You know what's going on right now. Yeah. Hey, it's the grind, bro. The grind. Yeah. It's the grind, bro. That's all I got. Uh-huh. Y'all, y'all still, y'all still alive out there, though, right? It's it's crazy out there, man. It's crazy right now at work. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the deals. Um, anybody and everybody knows how hot the real estate market is. How are you guys finding your deals? The there um the first one actually was a. Regular sale. I, it, it hit the market, and I have saves all over on Zillow. Yeah. Um, you know all the truly and all of those things, and I, I'm always looking. And it popped up, and um, here it was: an elderly couple passed away, gave it to their three children, and they one of the they had falling out, and they had to sell it quick. So I just got a really good deal on it. We went in with cash because again, cash is king. Um with this stuff. So we went in with a cash offer and got it. Um, and we just moved quick. And then the last two were foreclosures. So. Yeah. But that was a realtor that came to us. Yeah. Came to your dad. Yeah. The realtor, my sure. dad on the last two. So, but I mean, I still have searches out and I, I'm not seeing anything. Thankfully I'm kind of out of money right now, <laughs> <laughs> but once one of these sells, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still looking and there's just really nothing out there. So hopefully, it's 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 tight yeah. right now. I was curious if you guys had any strategies, no. but obviously I, having a good having a good bird dog in your in your neighborhood, whether it's a realtor or a a lawyer or a, you know, there's people that come across deals. So the more of those you have in your network, I, the better. But it definitely is. Yeah, tough. I mean, I have my searches, but like you said, it's the per, the the realtors and the who have kind of have the first dibs on it because the last two foreclosures, the, the second foreclosure, what didn't even hit the market. The, the realtor came to us and said, Hey, I have a house hitting the market. So we didn't have competition on, on the one. Second. Yeah. Cooper, did you, did you see the picture I snapped you of a bathroom the other day? <laughs> Me or Scott? I, I sent it to Cooper. Um, did you see oh, it? I saw it? Yeah. Well, it's just a it's a situation you guys are describing where um, <laughs> I know a guy who comes across deals and he said, hey, you know, this is in your neighborhood. Are you interested? And I said, obviously. Um, and I went to the property and it was I, it was tight. So I passed on it. Right. But those are the deals that you need to have people yeah, finding for you. you. Um, you have to because like they'll never hit the no, market. not right now. Nope. No, nope. And, and and we and you can tell when realtors like there's a realtor up, up here near us that you can tell he, he's in with a flipper because anytime you go his name pops up on a house, I don't even go for it because he's in with someone. You know what I mean? So right, he, he he's right. in with an investor. So I, I know we have to find our yeah. our realtors that that come to us first for houses. Yeah. Got to find those hustlers. Yeah. Love it. I'm just waiting for you to get your real estate license on. Oh yeah, I haven't got my real estate license yet. I still. I was yeah, that was on my list actually, because every flipper thinks. I about know. It. I I know. I I really should. I keep saying it, and that this is probably my biggest downfall right now because I'm. I could take the test tomorrow. I just haven't. 
I don't know. I step back and it's like, I don't want to work nights. I don't want to work weekends. I, I, I'm a pain and mm-hmm. I'm in the pain in the neck to my realtor. So I can only imagine 30 of me's <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I, we can connect offline if you I'm want. I'll tell you what it's like. I am not a, I want to make a correction. I'm very demanding. She was like, I don't want to work nights and weekends, but what do you think we do every night? And weekend? <laughs> <laughs> but I, okay. It's different when you're working for yeah. yourself, though. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, you're right. Bit. Exactly. I don't really want to deal with 30 of me's because I can be very, like, I call my realtor and I'm like, Jen. They better yeah, answer. Yeah, you better answer. I, Saturday <laughs> that I know you're at hockey because we're friends on Facebook. I don't care. <laughs> I wasn't still, like, so, and, and I don't think I could deal with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, there's flippers who do and there's flippers who don't. And, they're for many reasons, but a lot of them are what you're just mentioning, right? Sometimes it's, I only have so much bandwidth that I do need someone to do it for me or, or not, you know, there's, there's, this is even who knows who's to say you won't do it in 10 years when maybe you're, yeah, I mean, different. you're right. right. Like maybe when the kids are a little bit older, but like in this very, very moment with COVID and everything, it's like, I can't get my mind into wanting to really, do be a realtor right now. Like I, I enjoy doing the flips. I enjoy running that, but I just can't imagine taking on more with the kids being home. And if I only do my real estate license for our flips, I mean, I don't know. Is, is it really worth it? I don't, I don't. You need to do probably consistently more than two yeah. a year for it to be worth the headaches. Exactly. I think like if you, if you're, if you're slamming out 12, Oh, yeah. a year it might make a lot of sense but and you just work for yourself yeah right? exactly but, if, but you're... if it's anywhere from one to two to three it's like yeah gray area because yeah, then you got to do continue ed and and continue yeah. ed and it there's a extra work that is involved with paper you know there's just stuff financial... but let's get back to your systems yeah. though like you guys are just starting out well not just oh, starting yeah. out but you're just kind of hitting your stride what are like the top two or three things that you're trying to do better as you guys acquire more flips outside of, you know, finding contractors? I mean, the big, the biggest thing is, you know, that we discuss all the time is just the, okay. So when you schedule contractor a, if you're a GC and schedule the plumber, the flooring and all the different steps in the gateways in there, there, there is a, there is a pattern to that, but when you schedule it, you have you can't just have one per like you can't have okay we're gonna we're gonna rip we're gonna demo it we're gonna rip everything up we're gonna fix the electric we're gonna flip fix the plumbing and then we'll put the drywall back up and we'll have the you know sand it you know the flooring then paint or paint then flooring you got to leave time in between those contractors because we're we're seeing that right now where. <laughs> We have a contractor's like, yeah, I need another day. I need another day. We're like, uh, someone's yeah. coming in right like tomorrow. And then when they mix, so when the two contractors and we we just had a case this weekend where we had one contractor say, yeah, I'm done. The other contractor said he's not done. That contractor was in the house with the other contractor said, yeah, I'm good to go. You're good to go on this. And then totally, it, we had to get in the middle of it, and then ended up we had to postpone the one contractor two days. But it's tough because you want to keep it fast because financially we don't have a huge pot. So every, like we can only hold a house or two at a time. So it's tough because if it's without my dad, we did one house at a time. That's all we could do. do. So think about, you know, three to four months, say four months, best case scenario from buying those holding. Yeah. So So you can only do three houses a year. Um, So I, I think it's just trying to slowly, get in a really good pattern and build up backing the, the to, right people, the right, the people, right people to build up money, to buy more at, so, at once. So that's the first thing. So the system of the time frame, right. And I, I the yeah. six weeks, obviously hold on the six weeks. That was too, I was having heartburn every night. We, I, I couldn't I mean, even sleep. We, I'm we, not doing that. We, again. we crushed it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was amazing what we were doing. And, and her dad, her dad, my dad oh my is God. very. Her, 
Her dad. My parents are extreme. That's why they're divorced. And my mom is very anal. And my dad is just like, la da 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 da. Like the house could blow up. And he's just like, oh, it's cool. It's cool. Like. <laughs> so he he goes. So we're, we're in there one day, and this and this dude, he gets in the basement. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna paint the whole basement. We're gonna clean it up. So we were done the electric. Everything was done. I gave him the clear. But then we were finishing up some of the plumbing and we were doing the testing. So we still need to go down in the basement a little bit. He, he grabs the, <laughs> he grabs the painter, starts spraying the whole basement, right. You know, making it nice and white, the floors and everything, no ventilation, no nothing in there. <laughs> Didn't even open up the bilco door. So that we're getting, I mean, paint's coming up out of the staircase. <laughs> it, was, it was just bad. And and then and then we go down there. He looks like he looks like he just he, he looked like a like a ghost, like a white ghost. But he comes... he's like he's like a two step forward, one step back. Like we were mulching, and instead of just mulching normally, you know, with a wheelbarrow, he like he has all these toys. He has like bobcats and stuff, and he brings in all these toys and just turfs the crap out of the yard. <laughs> Love it. I said, wow, like, now the yard looks awful. He's like, but the mulch looks good. I said, but now I have to do the whole yard. <laughs> I, I just, he's just. Yeah, he's, he's, he's wild, man. You have to, like. He's funny. Wow. But we, we did, a, th- this last one, we did a really good job. I mean, we even resupported a, a floor that was uh, that wow. was not done correctly. They, they moved the staircase, whoever the old owner was. So we, we, we did that, made that structurally sound. We did, we did a lot of really good stuff. And then the last day we were cleaning up and a tree falls right on the roof. The roof. It didn't do any damage, but it was just like we had to, we, well, no, it was, it was, but, but we had the last day we had to go, me and her dad, we had to go up there, get the branch off. It was just, it was just something. So, but yeah, that turned out great. And then there's, yeah, there's, there's the, the two others. Are I we're not really getting in with the one. She's just doing more to design, but um, the, there's one right maybe what five minutes from us. Yeah, and um, she's she's taking a full hundred percent on that. So it's been going. It's it's been going one after another. I love I love how um, and I know we I know we talked about this <clears throat> when we had you guys on last time, but I just love how you guys are just roll with the punches right like just just roll with the with the flow we're not all like that though like we have to balance each other out because i get very i get very emotional like i'll stop i won't sleep at night and i get like these pits in my stomach and he's like and then vice versa you'll get like that and we have to kind of like say okay knock it off like it's gonna be fine so and that, not all calm and collective. So Usually this, the other one's weighing the other one down. So, so Cooper, <laughs> I was I was kind of filling you in. So Caleb, this this house in Pottstown, this the second house that she's doing right now. There was an ATM in that house. Uh, oh man! So, so next thing you know, the the township went in for the inspection. They they had to call the police because it was like a stolen. Yeah, it was like a stolen. Yeah. So Lindsay goes to the house for to meet a contractor. Didn't know all this was going down. I pull up and there's cops everywhere. <laughs> and this house is like a hoarder's house. And it's in a town where Scott and I grew up. So like usually and it's on a busy corner. So, you know, there's people beeping that I know. And they probably think I live in this crappy house. And I, I, I look <laughs> disgusting. I look like I live in this house because I'm wearing I'm covered in paint and sawdust and all this stuff. So I quick scurry into the house. The door doesn't even shut because it's like literally falling off the hinges. So, the, the, and the next thing you know, the cops like knocking at the door and I'm like peeking my head out because I don't, I'm so embarrassed. People are looking <laughs> at me at, on the corner and I'm like, can you hurry up? People think I live here. And he's laughing <laughs> and he's like, well, he's just talking about, you know, the ATM, they had to run it, make sure it wasn't stolen. And I'm just like shutting, <laughs> I'm slowly like trying to shut the door on him because it was just so embarrassing. <laughs> Who has an ATM in the house? That's, that's crazy. Somebody. <laughs> you never know what you're going to see in the house, but that's a new one for me. I hope you got great photographs of this. Uh, <laughs> it, I guess it wasn't stolen. They, I think they think it was like a bar. Maybe they owned a bar at one point. 
but yeah. I was very embarrassed. I, if it wasn't stolen, they should have took a sledgehammer to it. I don't know what they did. You don't know what's in there. I don't know. Love it. So, um, Lindsay, are you so are you are you done uh, working your nine to five? Then there's like no no way you're going back. I don't know. I mean, I I don't think so. I mean, I who knows if they said to, if they call me tomorrow and they said, hey, will you come back? I'd love to say f you, but <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to be I'd have to like really take a step back and 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 think about my family and what's because it's hard. It's hard yeah. when you're starting out in a, in a new career, you know what I mean? And especially for yourself, because you don't have health care, you don't have friends, right. you don't have, you don't have all that stuff that most people don't think about until you don't have it. Yeah. So there's definitely a safety net when you work for someone, um, and stability, but I, I, I don't, I don't think I would go back and not at this moment, not with the support I have, you know, I don't think I would go back. No. Can we chat about the future? And we don't have to go super far into the future. Like, you know, let's, <laughs> yeah, that, and I and I could I could tell that's where what one of your answers would be. But you guys as a family, and then you guys as a business, what are our twenty twenty one goals? You know, obviously we have these flips, but we're going to finish them. We got to do it. You know, what's well, our and it, and the reason is because you're partnering with your dad, so it's yeah. a total. It's not like it's us doing yeah. it. We, we have we have now have yeah we have to figure out and we have to figure out LLCs and and that and really make this like a legit business. Um, mm-hmm. I talked about I want to do a tiny house. I want to do like a storage container house, Airbnb. So I look for mm-hmm. land. Yeah, we yeah we want to. That's that's and and we're both. On, I actually want to put the storage container out in our driveway, but she won't let me. No. Uh, <laughs> only you said I could work on it no. at night. I wouldn't, you know. Our neighbors, I'd be right, so walk mad. right outside. Done. No, no. Um, yeah, that would would be pretty funny. But yeah, that's one thing that we both agree on. Um, we want to create more air and, and rentals. We we want to make like we want to buy a piece of land, have like two or three or maybe four. Like little tiny homes, not like the tiny, tiny homes, but, you know, a good size. And then do like a, you know, each one has like a fire pit and in the middle would be like a pavilion and we would, it, it almost like a little community. And that way, like if you wanted to rent individually, you could rent individually. But if you wanted to come up with your whole family and make a big, you know, like yeah. a resort, like it would be something like, like that. Tiny. Like, yeah. And um, we'll see. We have pipe dreams, but I think yeah. that sometimes when we, we get these pipe dreams. We just like, even from our first slip, it's like, we just, we talk about something and then I kind of jump into it. And then <laughs> I'm like, guess what I did. And he just kind of rolled with it. Our, our, one of our, one of our friends, our contractors, we, he, he would yeah put the, he said he would put the container in his, in his, uh, he has a bunch of property and he said he would do it. So it, there's. So you might, have you guys seen this? Have you guys seen the tents? In- Where, like the Airbnb, like, hey, come to this Airbnb, this campsite for one hundred and seventy-five dollars a night, sleep under the stars. Yeah, I, should, I think that um, we, was it, making. I think we had success because our place is unique. Like, it's not. Yeah. It's yeah. not the biggest place by any means, and it's not even on the lake directly. But people just. <laughs> The feedback I get is just, it's just so unique. And I think. They're, they're looking for yeah, experiences. Yeah. So I, I right? told Scott, I was like, I want to do like a tree house or I want to do like a hop. <laughs> right. I want to do, do the storage container. Like a silo. Like I said, I really want to do like these extreme, like little Airbnbs where you don't even need to have a bunch of things, around, like a bunch of activities where it's at. It's just being there is the experience. Yeah. So for yeah. all the user, yeah. for all the the listeners that are gonna listen to this, obviously when you use a container, just a uh, you have a container, a silo, a treehouse, you still have to abide by the codes by the township. Just want to put that out there for all the listeners. Can't just put it together. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. The way, uh, yeah. There he goes. That's, all, that's no, that's me. <laughs> that's the reality. 
I think it's so cool that you guys dream though, because you know, even if it doesn't come of anything, you allow your brain to be creative and you could have a thousand good ideas. It only takes one amazing one. You know what I mean? And so many people, I don't think any, there's people that don't come up with an idea a week. You know what I mean? So I just think it's yeah. so important to keep being creative. I think that's yeah, smart. And I want to just that this year, I definitely want to just dive into some dive into it. Like, cause it's a little scary thinking, oh, let's get a, a storage container and renovate it and buy land and stuff. But I think just like our lake house, just like our first rental, and it's kind of like you just jump in and 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 do it. And and and, and thankfully it works out. So yeah. have, we actually had some guests on this podcast, um, Jake and Jake with Double Jack Design. They're an architecture um, company that they started mm-hmm. together. Um, they're actually designing quite a few of those storage container type of properties because there's there's people out there oh, that want them you know there's a demand for a it movement but tiny housing right now is just like it's been a, it's been a big thing but yeah yeah a store i've seen a lot of storage houses lately i mean i haven't seen any near us so i'm hoping that we could we could yeah Be the first something. yeah love it love it love it um, I feel like we've been like, this has been like the Lindsay, uh, podcast featuring. That's what we wanted, right? That's yeah. What we're talking. You know what? That's what I want. That's... <laughs> Cause I said, guys... we're going to do it together. And I said, I'm re- I don't have anything interesting going on. <laughs> she always says that. And... Uh, only, only got, only got three flips going on. No, no biggie. Yeah. No, no big deal. deal. I have any like that interest story. She was like, I, what, what are we update about? I'm like. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> our, our life, dude. I... Um, like you got you got you guys have like any uh any advice, like anything for our, for our listeners that are are thinking about, you know, maybe we have some people that are in the middle of jobs lo- looking to do something. Uh, you guys have any advice? I've always said, take right. the risk. It's no risk, no reward type thing. It sounds cliche, but um, I think it, I think you have to take a risk because if, if you just stay in your comfort, you're, you're not going to, I mean, you're just going to kind of float along. That's just like when I, when I talk about my career and where I was laid off, I mean, I think I would have stayed there forever, but not because I loved what I did. I didn't dislike it, but it was just comfort. It was comfort, comfort. and and okay, I would have been okay, but now it's like, here I am, you know, 35 and I'm getting to actually already start living my dream of what I want to do. And hopefully in five years, it's like really starting to pay off and maybe Scott can come on board and we can do this together. And cause I know obviously there's other things he wants to do too. So. Mm. Yeah. My, my, my advice is, I mean, right now, I mean, you guys know the market's crazy. So, I mean, getting all the material for everything and um, it's nuts. But one thing that is holding true in this economy right now is you HVAC, plumbing, electric. I mean, you can't even get a generator anymore. Uh, The repair guys for generators are booked out solid, you know, six weeks. So for any user that is sitting there going, I don't know what I want to do in life. There is tons trades. of careers and trades that are going by the wayside that I think if anything, this COVID in the market and what you're seeing on TV, if anything, what you're not seeing behind the scenes, because I mean, every day the media is, it's all political and, and this and that, but what you're not seeing behind the scenes is there's people that are booked until summer with jobs. And you know, it's unlimited work. Yeah. So, uh, like for example, my uh, my my nephew, um, you know, he, uh, I talked to my brother, and my nephew's, you know, he's right. He's in this period of time where he's, you know, he's in high school. He doesn't know if, what he wants to do. If he wants to go to college, trade school, whatever. And I just, I told him, I said, hey, if he ever wants to join us on one of these sites, you know, let let us know. And and you know, that's my advice. Nothing so like you, hands-on. Nothing like hands-on experience. <laughs> Because people, like you said, they see these shows and they think, oh, we have friends even who are like, oh, we could do this. We could do this. Well, they don't see 
behind the scenes. And not that I'm like trying to toot my horn, but there's a lot of work in in flips and in and, and rentals and any sort of, you know, owning any sort of home. It's just a lot of work. Yeah. I'm impressed because I, I bought a house in August that I just had a tenant move into nice. yesterday. And you think, okay, August, September, October, November, like, you know, it, the holding costs were tough on that thing. And it's because just the things yeah. you guys were just saying, and it's a ton of hard work. Hard and lining up the, the, the holding yeah, exactly. costs you know the taxes the, the everything that's involved and then it's not it's not the i mean you rely on the contractor who relies on the plumber who relies on this person it's just there's everything has to fall into place and it's just not as seamless as these shows make it seem yep can we bring up the fear question again coop that's always just a good one for people how do you got how so how do you how do you guys overcome fear in this, you know, like with the the whole new situation. Um, I think. Oh my gosh! I mean, I don't. I don't feel like I had an option. <laughs> uh, back against the wall. <laughs> I don't. I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know what? I just feel sad for the world right now. I feel like everyone is in. Everyone's dealing with something right now, and yeah. and I think that people need to know that they're not alone and every like every this whole COVID thing has affected everyone and it's just kind of I don't know you just you're not alone and you just kind of keep on going I don't know I had no option (laughs) I don't don't know I mean there's no there's no you know what there's no fear in everything because like we have a rental um we we actually just sold our first rental the one we were doing I, I didn't we didn't even bring it up we we, we awesome. sold that yeah our we very sold that it was it was coming up to 10 years you know you're at that point for anyone that's listening when you get to a point where it's like you, you own a property for 10 years you're going to come to a crossroads where you either sink a lot of money into to repair yeah. it or you know you're going to have to repair it within the next five years it's usually like a 15 year Plus, the market's hot right now. And the market was hot, so... We figured we would never sell that Thanks high again. Thanks for stealing my thunder here. Sorry. I'm trying to... Oh, do you want me to do okay, it? I'm trying... <laughs> so we're, we're, at a, we're at a crossroad where, you know, is is the house going to be as worth as much? Should we should we liquidate it? Hold on to it? So I, I, the, some of the fear was, uh, was, was kind of subsided because we did that we did that for two reasons for a safety net and to also try to um invest for a second flip or whatever sh- whatever she needed for money so we we did that um you know and that really kind of cooled it down a little bit but the the airbnb and then our rental is it's such, it, such a safety net yeah yeah financially so you know. So I think when the whole layoff happened and stuff, we just knew we were okay because of everything else going on that we set ourselves up with previously. <laughs> Folks, if you didn't hear that, it was build other mm. streams and create, you know, methods to get liquidity in your yeah. life. Yeah, and you then need we it. also reached out to a friend of mine. He's a financial advisor, and we started diving into some more of that. Yeah. I'm so, which is crazy. We did that too. Yeah. So we're just trying to start, like you said, figure out different res- residual incomes, and that kind of just set us up that we could not have to worry as much now yep. this time around. Yep. Fear is just false expectations appearing real, right? So usually, if you just kind of get a little knowledge on your situation, mm-hmm. um, you you. you you don't have to worry about things you can't yeah, control first, anymore, right? Yeah, you. So, yeah, you, you fear you the first couple flips, the first couple rentals because you don't know what to expect or what to do. But once you kind yeah. of figure it out and get yourself, okay, now I know this situation. It's not as scary. <laughs> yep, love it, love it, love it. Where, where can our uh, where can our followers um, link up with you guys? See what's going on in your lives. 
Well, we have the VRBO and the Airbnb, and then the Copper Cabin. Copper Cabin at yahoo.com um, is an email. And obviously, you can always find us on Facebook. Yeah, Beach Street Homes. <laughs> <laughs> Not B-E-A-T-B-E-E-T. Yo, we're starting to get, Coop, we're starting to get followers from, like, London. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I think are, like, that was I a swear. mistake. <laughs> I swear. I'm like, next thing you know, I'm getting like. London well, we do followers. have some Canadian followers. They stayed at. I think they stayed at our lake house. So we're going global, worldwide. I gotta start. I gotta figure out Instagram. I gotta figure out some of these other, um, other areas. You know where I can promote us. So yeah, I do. I do have to take a sh- uh, shout out to my buddy Dave. He helped us with the plumbing and electric. <laughs> I gotta. <laughs> Dave, yeah, appreciate Dave. you, man. So I don't know if you'll listen or not, but um, he helped us out big time. Uh, he was he was in the same state where he was laid off the whole month of December. Yeah, November, yeah. December, and it worked out perfect. He where helped we... us plumbing. He helped yeah. us with our skunk issue. I told you about the <laughs> year long skunk issue I had at the lake house. Ugh. So we, uh, mm. yeah, he actually helped us out big time. Love it. Love it. Well, guys, really appreciate you taking your, uh, taking time to talk to us. I know you guys are an hour ahead. It's like 10 o'clock there. Uh, Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. 10 a.m. <clears throat> 10 p.m. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. It's the, it's the, it's Monday morning. What are you talking about? 10 a.m. Yeah, 10 a.m. <laughs> But yeah, th- thanks you, guys. Cool. Really appreciate it. Right, it's ten a.m. <laughs> ten a.m. I am drinking. Yeah, how do you how do you get over the fear question? Yeah, just have a drink at ten a.m. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! Well, thanks again, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Right. Hey, love the update. All right, love you Yeah, bye. Man. That's a power couple, bro. You just kind of you gotta keep moving. I think that was one of Lindsay's lines. Just, just gotta keep keep moving, keep rolling. Um, when we when we were in their um, you know their their original interviews, yeah, they both have really big long term goals for their kids. You know, yeah. they want they want them to have a good life. They want to also be around to have a good life with their kids too. And, you know, financial independence is a big part of that. Yep. So I, I, I know we didn't get into the goals and the whys as much tonight, but I just wanted to remind everybody that there's a reason they're going this hard or, you know, yep. taking this much risk or working that much. I love, I love, um, one, one of my takeaways was, uh, man, the, the comfort. Yeah. The, the, the comfort of a job. Or the or the you know go, go get a job. It's safe. Yep, <laughs> it's safe. Yep, go get a job. It's it's safe. It, I mean, and it just it it all depends on what your what your end goal is. You know, I know I know a lot of people, um, that have a a vision for their job and their you know the job fits their vision of what they're trying to build. You know, and I think at the end of the day, it's just having a a, a goal, a dream, a vision, um, you know, which, which those two, um, obviously, obviously have. So that was good. That was good. That was good. I, and Lindsay, man, she's, she's great. I can't say enough. Like we need to get her on more. I need mean, you gotta be around her more. Yeah. exactly. That, like that's a person like you want to hang out with because yeah. you know, she's a mover and a shaker. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Uh, any anything else for you? Um, the ink be, be resourceful, you know. Yeah. And there's flipping a house is a great way to learn how to be resourceful quick, right? But there's yeah. other other areas in your life where, like, just figure it out, find a way. There's probably a way. Yep. And I love how you said uh, uh, finding finding uh more income streams or or, or whatever mm-hmm. you said in there yeah i said create more income streams so you'll yeah. you you stress a lot less when uh 
I mean, typically a lot of stresses in life can come from finances. And if you're making horizontal income, you're, you're probably not as worried about money. Yeah. You ever heard of horizontal income coop? Um, no, I haven't. So when you sleep, are you vertical or horizontal? It depends on which way I'm laying. Hey, come on. You're not sleeping standing up. <laughs> but I, I can't remember who came up with this saying, but when your hor- horizontal income is money that you make while you sleep, you don't mm-hmm. have to do anything. Uh, I know Warren Buffett talked about that. I, th- I think Buffett, but, I mean, it's it's not necessarily his saying. Yeah, it might be, it, but but it's it's an oldie. It's a it's goodie, a but saying, oldie, yeah. but a goodie. Yep. Yeah, it's like uh, if you only make, I think he was the one that said if you only make money while you're working, you'll end up broke or you die broke or, or something yeah. to that effect. You'll, you'll always be working, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Good talk. It's getting really late in the morning. Um, yeah, you got to get to work. Yeah. I'm always. <laughs> All right, man. Another See great episode. Week. Uh please subscribe to the podcast. Oh, this again. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Bro. Nothing. All right, man. Go Packers. Go pack. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. <laughs>